0: curiosity painted on his face. I would rather Wilkinson tell you himself, but from what I gathered, it was a covert program developed by the CIA in the 1950s to manipulate the minds of individuals using the administration of drugs and chemicals, hypnosis, sensory deprivation, isolation, verbal and sexual abuse, as well as various forms of torture to alter their brain functions. Still one arm crossed over the other, holding the pipe to his mouth, Holmes muttered, How typical of an organization that seems to abide by its own agenda without respect for human life or the effect they would have on the people involved. He sucked on his pipe. Is this program still in use today? Watson shook his head empathetically. No, They apparently stopped ten years after its inception, and the instigators had their day in court in 1975, I believe. But as I said, Wilkinson is the person to give you ample details on these persuasion techniques. All right then, Watson. You set up an appointment for tomorrow or the next day. I need some sleep between now and then. It was the first time Watson heard his friend say that he was tired and that worried him. Was he coming down with the flu, he wondered? He said the streets of London were cold. When Irene saw her husband come through the door of their lounge room, she stood up at the sight of him. His face was drawn and pale. Sherlock, what happened? You look positively ill. Perhaps I am, Irene, but I am tired. This trip "'was more taxing than I ever expected it to be. "'I found London cold and dreary. "'He slumped in his favorite chair beside the unlit fireplace. "'I'll get you some tea with lemon "'and perhaps a glass of scotch to help you sleep, shall I?' "'Sherlock nodded, reclined in the seat and closed his eyes. "'Irene stood looking down at him for a moment "'before going to the kitchen.' she was worried. While she was waiting for the kettle to boil, she went to take her mobile phone from the hallway table and dialed Watson's number. Not wanting to disturb Sherlock, she sent a text message instead of talking on the phone. The reply came quite quickly. Noticed same. I will call Dr. Silverstein. Should be at your house in an hour. Irene closed the phone as the kettle's lid was dancing rhythmically, around the rim. When she brought the tea, lemon, and a glass of scotch to the side of the table beside Sherlock, he was fast asleep. She shook her head. I hope it's nothing more than the flu, she thought, regaining her seat on the sofa opposite her husband. An hour later, as promised, Irene led Watson and Dr. Silverstein into the lounge room, Only whispering an introduction, the doctor knelt down beside Sherlock and began his examination. Irene and Watson stood behind the chair anxiously, waiting for Silverstein's diagnosis. When he took his stethoscope from around his neck and replaced it in his bag, he pointed to the kitchen where both Irene and Watson followed him silently. "'Nothing to worry about, Mrs. Holmes,' Silverstein declared quietly. "'Your husband is exhausted.' Obviously, he has not taken good care of himself.